This is a work of fiction. The characters are nothing more than inventions of the author's imagination. Any resemblance to real persons, places, or institutions on Earth is purely coincidental. This is the fourth story in the Buck Johnson collection titled Dragon Wrangler Collection 1. Skeeter Evans leaned back against his saddle, obviously comfortable and in a better mood than usual. With his two long legs, still in shaps, stretched out in the cerulean dust in front of him, he held a tinny-looking cup of lukewarm Erzot's coffee between his hands and expounded, at length, on his plans for his share of the money when they sold the dragon herd. These plans were, as always with Skeeter, uncomplicated and involved throughout a strong and often stated longing for some liquid refreshment. Buck Johnson and Snort Jones gave him only half an ear while staring into the illusory hologram-created fire. They had other things on their minds at the moment. Besides, Buck and Snort had heard it all, over and over again, every day throughout the whole length of this tiresome and troublesome drive, more times than they cared to remember. And news they had received earlier that day was beginning to cause them more than a little anxiety. But still, only one night now lay between them and they hoped, full pockets and a little well-earned fund. Skeeter, nevertheless, pressed doggedly on, without heeding their unheeding. And I'll tell you boys another thing. When I get me some money in my pockets, the first thing I'm going to do, well, not the first thing, I reckon, but right up there, is to get off this sorry-ass planet. Then I'm going to get me some tobacco and some whiskey and a woman, and I'm going to have me a little vacation. And then I'm going to find me a job that's a hell of a lot easier than herding dragons across this rock. And then I might just open me up a little tavern with dancing girls and everything. And then I'll just live the good life. At this, Skeeter smiled and his eyes went all distant. And then, boys, I'm really going to. Snort, who had been whittling meditatively on the only chunk of anything resembling wood he was able to find amid the dust, rock, and boulders of this part of Teruel, finally deigned to attend to Skeeter's droning and answer him. He had finally had enough. Skeet, you know how many times you told us this crap already? It's the same thing over and over. Don't you ever get tired of it? Well, Snort, no, I don't. And I'm going to do exactly what I've been saying, too. I'm going to. Skeet, can it? I don't want to hear any more about what you're going to do. You sound like a broken record. You do remember records, don't you? Yanked out of his pleasant ruminations, Skeeter was growing pettish. Records? What the hell's that? Didn't you ever go to a museum when you was a kid? They're vinyl disc with grooves so that, ah, hell, forget it. Skeet, you're too damn dumb. With that, Snort went back to his whittling. Now offended, Skeeter began the awkward process of raising himself to a standing position. Eventually achieving it, he threw the remaining coffee on the fire, giving it a startled look when there was no hiss, just as he had done every morning and every evening on this drive. He then carefully rolled up his sleeves, crammed his hat tied on his head, 